Salutations, starlights. I am your exquisite host, Rhea, and I use they, them, and theirs pronouns only. I would love to offer you a warm, gooey, crumbly, sweet welcome to this podcast called Babylon Rising, a queer podcast about liberatory magics, art, and the occult. So, something I'd like to talk a little bit about, it will definitely get its own episode at some point in the near future, but something I'd like to talk about at the top of this episode is is actually my intro. So, I do mention in the intro that the topics the show is intending to cover are, you know, three things. Art, liberatory magic, and the occult. And I think liberatory magic and liberatory magics is something I came up with, the idea was something I came up with when I was trying to decide what I wanted the show to be, what I wanted it to say. This show previously took on a slightly different form, um, and I wanted to be more focused with the types of episodes I was creating. I wanted to be clear in the types of things I wanted to say and spread out there onto the, the vast world that is the internet, right? So, what I would define as liberatory magics, considering I have not defined it up until this point, how irresponsible of me, naughty naughty, is basically um, utilizing the ability to manipulate the relationship between the material realm and the immaterial realm, that's the realm of ideas and symbols and speech and things of that nature, um, to better our lives our individual lives and the lives of our community members, you know? I would like for the world to be a nice place to live. It's currently not a nice place to live. Why don't we use, you know, everything that we can to try to make it a better point or a better place from this point forward? Um, And that's sort of always what I've liked about witchcraft when I first became familiar with it. Um, I sure didn't have that quite big of a scope. I didn't have as quite a clear understanding of the types of things we're going to be talking about in this episode exactly, but that's what I liked about it. Fundamentally, I liked that I could be a better person. I could make myself better. Um, I could I could affect change in a more positive way. You know, I, as a younger kid, was kind of horrible in a, in a way that I think most kids are, but in a way that I think I was, I was worse. <laughs> you know, I was very cruel. Um, and I like that I'm not cruel anymore. And I'd like to think that I can thank occultism in part for that, in understanding, um, in understanding more how, um, how my actions affect people, generally speaking. Um, anyways, so why am I bringing this up exactly? Because I guess you may have some idea from the title of the episode, Um, but I I really want to talk about uh, the relationship between um, our current economic system of capitalism and its relationship to uh, the online witchcraft scene, which from this point forward, I will refer to as pop witchcraft because it is simpler for me to say and I have a lisp and I trip over my words very easily. So pop witchcraft, it is. So I want to talk about these things. It's really important to me, you know. I want, like I've mentioned a couple times now, I want for the world to be a nice place to live. Um, It's not currently, 
in part because of our current economic system that tends to perpetuate injustice. Um, and this has a really troubling relationship to um, pop witchcraft because, first of all, pop witchcraft is going to be the first way people come into contact with this type of alternative spiritual practice that could lead them down many paths, sure. But, um, you know, this is where a lot of people are going to end up starting. And if their first introduction to this type of alternative spiritual practice is like hundreds, maybe thousands of related content to unboxing, purchasing, buying, selling, accumulating, that is not a fulfilling spiritual practice. Hey, I don't know if you know this. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this fact, but, um, you know, material goods do not a spiritual practice make, my friend. I'm sure you are aware of this personally. I'm sure that you are very intelligent and very critical of your consumption, all right? I'm sure of that. Anyways, I can't be sure of that for somebody who's not really interested in this practice already, you know, I could sort of gauge the types of people attracted to this um, witchcraft and occultism business, but for people who are new, for people who are looking for something um, to be fulfilling in some way, they're not going to be able to find it over the sounds of, you know, credit cards swiping and like clicking by and you know all that stuff is very distracting from a fulfilling spiritual practice commodity witchcraft is unhelpful i think it's actively like damaging to not just the pop witchcraft scene but like i think it has like far-reaching effects of like you know like everyone was talking about a little while ago of like you know oh the aesthetic versus a you know well-rounded spiritual practice that makes a difference in your life you know i think that conversation what it's really trying to talk about isn't aesthetics right i think what it's really trying to discuss is commodity witchcraft and that is witchcraft um made by um institutions for the purpose the sole purpose of making a profit right it's it's these quote-unquote witchy goods made for profit that and for the sole purpose of profit you know it's not really a problem you know in a vacuum that people like to purchase things and people like to sell things and in fact i'm sure that the witchcraft community at least starting in the 70s that with the new age movement that's where i'm starting like as far as this conversation goes because i don't feel like going further back than that and history is very long and winding all right but what i'm trying to say here is there have always been people who buy and sell goods in witchcraft communities irl before the internet and even at the beginning of the internet witchcraft scene um back in the early aughts and the late 90s and all that kind of thing right um but the the you know upswell of just you know commodity witchcraft just you know witchcraft just made by institutions for the sole purpose of profit it's on the rise you see it everywhere they're making movies about us they are making things to sell to us they are appropriating our language to make us like the things that they make so we buy it 
like in the like metaphorical sense and in the literal sense um it's affecting like the discourse it feels like most of what people can talk about is this it feels like you know how can we possibly have space to talk about um you know meaningful revelation our own spiritual experiences and sharing um you know information with others how are we supposed to find the time to do that when you know all of this like consumerism basically is clogging up our our metaphorical pores you know it's clogging up our metaphorical arteries all right and i think it's obvious why this is happening if you think about it you know first of all capitalism the current economic system where you work for a boss who gets all of your wages and you get basically pennies in comparison to all of the hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars that they make off of everyone's wages that they're stealing and you are slaved near to death you know i'm sorry i'm laughing because what i'm gonna say is sad but like we see it our family members are sick because of it we are sick because of it it makes our lives miserable it makes our lives feel meaningless you know it's all around alienating us from a connection with you know our spirit or whatever mark said exactly i don't remember um but that is the kind of thing that drives people to find solace in the spiritual you know when bad things happen to people they typically turn to um religion or spirituality right most people are not going to turn back to religion i don't think if they have some kind of extremely negative experience with it or they might try to go back but because of the availability of a of the um you know people can see that this is a thing more people can see like oh witchcraft is a thing cultism is a thing this is a thing people do because people can see that it is a thing and they can see it as an option it's going to be something people will inevitably turn to as you know their existence you know uh toils away right and it's clear to me i think that capitalism is trying to like recuperate that and continue to profit off of the very problem it itself has caused you know the problem of alienation is you know a problem we can lay solely at the feet of capitalism right now um and people um are trying their hardest to make meaning for themselves and in their lives and um find connection to something that is meaningful because guess what it was not a meaningful experience when i was working at um canadian tire that wasn't a meaningful experience at all i mean i didn't care what i was what i was doing all day and i wasn't being paid amazingly whatsoever and I didn't like customers being mean to me and that kind of shit, you know, that kind of upsetting crap. Um, you know, that kind of thing is miserable, miserable. Um, people are turning to a spiritual practice and capitalism is, capitalism is like, oh, you know, there's people want something. People are feeling bad and insecure. I know what to do. Let's make money off of this. And so that is what is happening. Um, 
and it's like I said, it's clogging up the the metaphorical arteries of the system of pop witchcraft, right? Which I feel kind of bad using that term. It feels kind of derogatory. I just mean the online uh, witchcraft scene, generally speaking, you know, there are people who are out there who are actively anti-capitalist witches uh, and occultists. I would hope to include myself in that group because I sure as heck don't like the current economic system and I would like to, you know, help um, to move on from it before, you know, we all die. So sometime soon, basically. But, you know, the point I just like to make is that, like, it's not necessarily any individual's fault. Like, it's not really, it's not really, like, because I made a video. I made a video. I have a YouTube channel, by the way. Um, and I made a video talking about the books that I own, right? And I made it thinking it would be, like, helpful, you know? Thinking, basically, my thought process was, like, you know, if people could see some of the books that I um, am reading or have read or have owned and what I think about them, maybe it could help people to make decisions about the kind of path they're on and what they would like to study in the future or, you know, right now or to reflect on the things they've learned previously. And I, something I no, I've noticed is that the videos I make about things and, you know, material goods are always like the most popular videos that I make. Like any, I'm sorry if you could hear that zipper zipping. I've got like these amazing sweatpants that I stole from my mom's closet because they don't fit her and they have like zip up pockets. It's amazing. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is I noticed that any video I made about things was like by far more popular than anything else that I made. And you know, that's not really like my fault. It's not really the fault of the people who like watch the video. It's sort of like the unfortunate situation we've ended up with because of the fact that various institutions are pumping this consumerism into the scene people are being introduced to the scene through material goods and so they think that that is the entirety of what it can mean for them what what this spiritual path can look for them look like for them you know that's sad and that's like the opposite of liberatory magics that's like the that's actively the opposite of what i hope for this show to be and what i hope for everything that i make and put out there online to bring to people. I mean, I remember when I first had the idea to start any podcast at all, my first podcast show, this was one of the first topics I spoke about, not in this particular manner. Um, I spoke about it in the context of consumerism and how like, you know, it's so wrong to me. It is reprehensible to me that people think that purchasing material goods is going to fulfill them or make them less insecure, or make them feel better, or help them with their anxiety, or whatever, you know, that is wrong to me. This needs to, like, not be the case. I don't even know where to start with, like, because at this point, it's become a part of the culture itself, you know? At this point, it's not just, you know, a few greedy institutions, whatever else, you know? I I mean, I don't really need to put it like that. At the end of the day, these ty- these things will happen as long as we live in this current economic model. Places that have no business selling these goods 
are going to continue to sell them. We will continue probably in the future to get more of this. You know, there will be more random companies who want to get in on the whole like witchy wellness like market um, and more like movies and TV shows and and t-shirts and like uh, material goods like more of this will continue to happen I suspect I also have not the faintest clue um, where to even start with such a problem other than to um, actively work to promote liberatory magic and not consumer-based witchcraft you know and to you know all work together to you know remove unjust hierarchies from our lives and our communities and from the world in fact get rid of it all um and <sighs> this is just a sad topic to think about for me because Obviously, I care about spirituality. I make a podcast about it, make lots of things concerning it. Pretty much all of my art is influenced by my spiritual experiences and spiritual practice. And so this is like so frustrating to have something I actually care about that actually had nothing to do with consumption co-opted by um, the capitalist powers that be. It's very disappointing. You know, haven't you noticed like a lot of identities that you can hold have a lot to do with um things that you buy right i'm um, um i'm trying to think of something i don't know but like i'm a comic book nerd you know that must mean you must buy a lot of comic books i'm a gamer i guess you must buy a lot of video games oh i'm a huge uh, you know whatever i love you know dc or i love marvel or whatever like all of the like important identities you can have have to do with like consuming things or like your job, <laughs> right? Uh, oh, like I'm um, a graphic designer. I'm, um, I don't know. I can't think of other jobs right now. I'm too sad. I'm too sad about all of this. But like witchcraft used to be a thing that had not a lot to do with like all of the things that you bought. I mean, I guess it used to do with like, oh, have you read all the right books? And I mean, not to say the community was ever perfect before it even touched online and starting online in the first place. That's not really the point I wanted to make. Let me clarify that. I'm not trying to say that the community used to be perfect and that it was perverted by capitalism. I'm trying to say that the community was never perfect and now it's been even more co corrupted and perverted by capitalism than it was in the first place because obviously this current economic system affects pretty much everything in the first place right it's just now like hyper hyper consumerist spiritual practice which i hate and i don't like it and get rid of it um i want some of that nice good liberation magic i want everybody to be free from the bonds of unjust capital or un well yeah capitalism is unjust but i meant unjust hierarchies get rid of it all i hate it all i hope you also hate it all i'm sorry for this very dreary episode i just wanted to speak about this I think I'm planning on doing a episode on liberation magic. Um, it's an exciting topic for me. I prefer rather than to talk about this, even though this is very important and I do like to talk about it, but what makes me excited and not miserable to talk about is thinking about liberation and being free, right? Wouldn't you rather think about that than, you know, desolation and being in bonds, in bondage, and not the nice, fun kind of bondage, the sad, miserable fact of life that we will work until we die. And even when we die, it doesn't feel like even the dead get any rest, does it? 
Jesus Christ. I'm signing off, you know. I'm feeling very miserable. This is not good for my mental health, okay? Um, I'm signing off. If you want to get in touch with me, I always link my information in the episode description. I always link my Tumblr, my Instagram, and the email for the show, which is called BabylonRisingPodcast at gmail.com. If you, these are also places where you can not only get into touch with me, but you can also listen to me and see me talk about less miserable things um, and even sometimes not miserable at all things. I know, right? Shock. Anyways, I also have a YouTube channel called Raya Light where I talk about things and I also talk about stuff there. Pretty much that's like the place that I talk about stuff because I don't know, like, it's just what works. I don't know, man. Like, I post a video talking about, like, some, like, intimate details of my spiritual practice, and, like, nobody watches that. And I post a video about, like, the books that I have purchased over the years, and, like, that's, like, suddenly really interesting. Uh, anyways, um, what else do you need to know? Uh, it would really help out the show if you left a, uh, rating and review on iTunes, and, and, Art, make magic and make love.